orbit in the range of 1.2 billion. 1.2 billion people ascribe to the theology and the doctrine of Catholicism. However, it should be noted that the president of these United States is not a Catholic, nor were most of his counterparts the Republican leaders that were in the room. Yet the one individual that had the power to reform religion and rebrand a stained tradition was about to be revealed. People who were hours away and people who do not ascribe to that philosophy of religion had to stop where they were because an announcement was about to be made. The announcement from the Vatican would not avert the financial cliff, but the appointment would wield influence and have untold impact on global affairs. It was an interruption not expected, but anticipated. Things right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you can hear my voice, things right now are intense on the agenda of your intimate issues. But God is about to break in to give an interruption. If you can hear my voice, I hope that you will candidly hear and conceptualize the fact of the matter is that God is getting ready to break up a meeting about you. He's getting ready to break into conversations that will benefit you. He's getting ready to break into court hearings that will affect your life. He's getting ready to break into bills that could stifle your progress. He's getting ready to break into diseases that have the potential to annihilate you. He's getting ready to break into rumors to restore your name, your character, and your reputation. God has the capacity and the knack to break in and interrupt things without permission. Because God is sovereign and he can do what he wants to when he wants to and how he wants to. I just have the message to tell you, brace yourself. Because any moment now, your life is about to be interrupted with a late-breaking, game-changing acknowledgement that God is getting ready to do something different in your life. In Luke chapter 1, the angel Gabriel appears to a 15-year-old schoolgirl who has been able to maintain her virginity, who's engaged to a boy from Job Corps, whose only aim is to be a carpenter and to make it into the union. His name is Joseph. And she comes into her room without her parents' consent and says, you are a favored one. You have found favor with God and you will conceive a son named Jesus and he's gonna change the world. 
Now, before you shout and become ecstatic too soon, you got to understand the backdrop of this narrative for what is taking place in this young 15-year-old girl's life. She's engaged. She's engaged laying across her bed, earphones in her ears, flipping through magazines trying to find the right bridal dress. She's texting her friends trying to figure out what would be the appropriate colors for her bridesmaids. She's surfing around online trying to find the right reception hall. She's trying to figure out exactly who can be on her invitation list of 300. She's excited in her little loose leaf notebook. She's drawing hearts and X's and O's and in the middle of heart putting Joe's name. This is the man of her dreams and she can't even believe at 15, here's somebody who wants to spend the rest of their life with